Kokorongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nga ko nga whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tari ngā hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kane kane move that body Kane kane move that body E ngā iwi, nga mai hoki mai Anei anō māua, e mihi atu nei Anei anō māua, e mihi atu nei Here we are again, e tiwi, coming at you from The bustling metropolis of Te Awamutu Under the auspices of Te Wānango, Te Arua Taringa podcast Coming at you, e te iwi, nga mai hoki mai That was a different intro, Nira Yeah, I was being a bit of a kaka Bit of a parrot. <laughs> ka pai koe, ka pai koe, a tui. Ooh. Nera. Me he koro koro tui. That's right. And it was tui that our tupuna taught to speak. Like Nera. the story in Anna e meana koe, like the story that Rabari told us. Yes. About yep, yep. the tui of, oh, do you remember the um, name of the tohunga? Kino moerua. Um, <laughs> <laughs> come on, Apunui. Um... Who's um, talking about the one in Hawaii? The one who had the pet tui who up and we went to go and see. Anyway, our tupuna taught tui to talk. Oh yes, the one in yeah. um in Tauranga. Eh? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to push that, or I push that as well. Like kaka is a parrot, but it was the Pakeha parrot, not mm, the Māori mm, parrot that talked. Mm. But it was the tui that actually talked. Yeah. Yeah. Say so yeah. your little tui, tenakui. Anyway, tenakui too. Hopefully the two we are singing in your part of the world wherever you are if you're in yep. Aotearoa anyway. Um, mm-hmm. E waiatana te tui. Engari ane māwanga koro koro tui o taringa <laughs> e, e mihetunei tēnā koutou. It's one upon a time. A, yes. One upon a time a yes. time. One upon a time a time. Engari e mua tērā anei te kiwaha. Kiwaha. Engari mō tēnā. Engari mō tēnā. Whatever, never mind yours. Yeah. Yep. No way, Jose. No way, Jose. Nobody says that anyway. <laughs> no way, Jose. <laughs> well, we don't need to because we've got a kiwaha. That's and, right. Yeah. So, yeah, engari mo tēnā. Ah, you feeling like going to the gym later? Engari mo tēnā. Engari mo tēnā. Oh, never mind that. Oh, you're sharp, bro. Engari mo tēnā. <laughs> oh, do you think um, Blah Blah's going to win the World Cup? Engari mo tēnā. Oh, no. All Blacks, all the way. I can't believe I made a reference to rugby because I'm not, I don't really watch it, but. No, neither do I, but. I'll support. Yeah, I yeah. remember my cousins when I got the sky on and they were like, oh, you're going to put sport on? I was like, engari mo tēnā. <laughs> so have a listen out for the engari mo tēnā because... Yeah. Um, it makes an appearance in our story. It does. You will hear engari mo tēnā. So let's get into it, uh, Erica. Yep. Anei te wanapana taima, mm-hmm. te kōrero mō poutini, me te ahunga mai o te pounamu. <laughs> Whakarunga mai. Taku kuru pounamu, my prized treasure of pounamu. Taku koko tangiwai, my ear pendant of tangiwai. Iahu mai koe fea, where did you come from? Heha o kōrero tau kiuki, what are your ancient stories? On the island of Tuhua lived Waitaiki, with her tāne, Tamahua. She had just woken up 
and after rising from her moina, she stretched and looked out to the moina, as she always started the day with the cocoa in the refreshing waters of Tangaroa. Tamahua e te tau, Matika Maranga, the day is upon us. Tamanuitera has not long come over to Paiwai o te rangi. How beautiful you are this morning. te moinga. Come back to bed, plenty of time to cocoa. Matika, why don't you come and enjoy the refreshing waters of Tangaroa? Kare tuatuitena he timatanga motera. No greater way to start the day. Emmerneque refreshing? The water is bloody cold. Heka, now, if it was to have a cocoa in the way weather, like those pools of Waiariki, I'd be in there. Well, it's not. Noreira, kokwe kitau, koaho kitaku, each to their own. Oh, waitaiki, hokimaiki te moinga, we can cocoa in the avo. When Tamanui Tera is high in the sky, and it's much warmer. Ka, ho, re, e nohora, I'm off. Catch you up. Noreira. Waitaiki made her way down to the moana. The sound of the waves were like a song, calling her to the waters of Tangaroa. Unbeknown to her, Pautini, the great Tanifa of Ngahue, was lurking in the waters. He had taken refuge at Tuhua, hiding from another Tanifa named Fatipu. As he was hiding, he saw the beautiful Waitaiki undress and stepped into the ocean. He was overcome with her great splendour and all his worries about Fatipu left him. I have never seen any woman, in fact anything, as beautiful. I must have her. As Waitaiki bathed, she had no idea that Potini was upon her. With his huge claws, he snatched her. I will look after you. You? You great big... big... Tanifa! Koina! You great big terrible wicked Tanifa! Wicked? No, I'm not wicked. Yes you are! You snatched me! And while I had no kakahu on even... What does that go? I mean... Tanifa! Return me at once! We cannot return, as my enemy Fatipu wants my head. Well, good on Fatipu! My Tane Tamahua is going to want your head too! Now take me back, please! I beg you! Ahakoa te tohe awai taiki kia pautini, kia whakahokingia ia ki tūhua au wareake. No matter how much Waitaiki fought and pleaded for Potini to return her back to her, he would not. Meanwhile, 
Tamar, who had already found his wife's clothes on the shore and suspected foul play. Tamahua went to his tuahu, his sacred place, seeking divine help from his atua. He cast an enchanted tikatika dart to the air, and it hovered, then pointed in the direction that his wife had been taken. He pushed his waka out to sea, and after a powerful karakia to give him power and his waka speed, he set off. Potini swam north with Waitaiki in his clutches. He made landfall at Hōpito Bay and lit a fire there to warm her. This scorched the land there, and at Tahanga, which means naked, this marked the onewa, or basalt, forever. The fire may be warm, but your wicked heart is cold. There, there, You'll come to love me, like your husband. Kore rawa atu. Tamahua had closed in on Potini. He could now see that his wife had been taken by a Tanifa. He shouted and cursed Potini. Potini let out a great roar, then snatched up Waitaiki and took to the land. Not long after, Tamahua reached the shore, employing his karakia, he took great strides after Potini. But alas, the Tanifa also had supernatural powers. Tamahua, eteto, fire maira. The chase ensued. Potini made his way to Te Kōpua Kānapanapa, the name of the Patsupaerehe for Lake Topo. Again, he stopped at a place there called Whangamata, to rest. He lit another fire here, which also scorched the earth and rock. Potini, Fakamutuatu, stop! Leave me here to be and I will wait for Tamahua. He will not give up. Leave me! Potini would not listen to either of him. The whole thing became just as much as a competition of mana. Potini was hell-bent on outrunning Tamahua to show him up as being weak, just as much as he wanted to keep Waitaiki for himself. On Potini went, making his way down to Te Upoko Teika, taking to Te Moana Oraukawakawa, heading to Rangitoto or Derville Island, then on to Whangamoa above Whakatū or Nelson, then to Te Onetahua or Farewell Spit. Each location fires were lit and still Tamahua followed. <laughs> Tamahua Fire mai rā e te tau! Fire mai rā! Wai taiki e te tau! Pōtini then went to Pāhua near Punakaiki, then past Māwhera Nui and Taramakau and Arahura, then on to Mahitahi, where the Tupuna in their time would embark on their waka to travel by sea. Potini did not need a waka, however, and with his captive Waitaiki, he carried on to Piopio Tahi, 
Milford Sound. He's annoying. He should just leave and go back to Tuhua. I don't know why he carried on like this. Because he loves me. I love you. No, you don't. This has just turned into a stupid chase and has nothing to do with me. It's all about you. Hetikataku, you're wicked. Tamahua, fire my ra, Teto. Fire my ra. By now, White Taiki was exhausted and overcome with emotion. When they reached Takiwai, at the mouth of Piu Piu Tahi, her grief erupted and she cried with deep sorrow. Her tears fell on the stone there at Takiwai. Tamahua carried on, following his tekatenga. He reached Takiwai and saw the stones there that had been whipped upon by Waitaiki. Her oimata, her tears, had turned the stone into a beautiful translucent green, which is known today as Tangiwai. Tamahua consulted his tekatenga, which hovered in the air, pointing back to the direction from which he had come. Oh, where? Somehow that sneaky Tanifa doubled back on me. He turned back, and on the winds of Tafiri Matea, he could hear the voice of Waitaiki. Boatini had returned to the waters of Arahuda, and with Waitaiki had gone upstream. He was indeed a wicked Tanifa, and a selfish one at that. Waitaiki, your Tane will not give up. He has chased me from Tuwa, from the great fish of Maui, through oceans and over mountains. And he will never give up. Never! Ko te aroha o māua, mau tonu ana, mō ake tonu atu. Wellaine, if I cannot have you, then your wretched husband will not have you either. Ka whakako atu ti aeha, ka noho tonu koe ki koneki, ki arahura, mō ake tonu atu. You will be turned to stone and be here in the waters of Arahura. Tamahua made his way up to Arahuda, ready to do battle with Potini. But Potini had long gone. He had slipped past Tamahua to the ocean of the west coast, where he resides today. What Tamahua did find was a most beautiful stone, and straight away he knew his wife, Waitaiki, had been turned to stone. Awe te tau, Waitaiki, takukuru paunamu, takukoko tangiwai. I will always treasure you in my heart. I will name the nearby hills, one after our home, Tuhua and the other shall be named after me, Tamahua. That way, I will always be close to you at that time. Tamahua returned, and Waitaiki remained as the Māori and mother of all Pōnamu, 
For those children of hers are the smaller pieces of Ponamu, which break off her and forever remain in the riverbed of Arahura. Gather up close, everybody! Who were those actors on there? Oh, I don't know, but jeez, they, yeah, no? they sound like professionals. They should be in a makes us sound really good and puts all those yeah. sound effects and that music in to set the scene. Engari, yeah, good story about the origins of Ponamu. Mm. Still, and, and it'll be another, there'll be a backstory to that. Yeah. At another time. Oh, because, okay. Looking forward to that one. Because mm, Potani was the Tanifa of Ngahue, uh, which is another part of the story of Ponamu, the origins of Ponamu. Mm, we'll leave mm. War Park that It's there. like the prelude. Yeah. It's yeah. like sort of like these days now, you know, with movies coming out of Hollywood and stuff, they're into doing the backstory yeah. and stuff. So we yeah. can do that. We can, we can roll that. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hard out. But yeah, the very interesting corridor about yep. the origins of Ponamu. Heaps of places mentioned too. There are. Yeah, so Tuhua, I was a bit confused of where that was. To my knowledge, Tuhua's the island of Tuhua. Yeah. Yeah, Mare Island. Mare Island. Yeah. So off the coast from Waihi Beach. Yeah. Those up, ways, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Waihi up past Tauranga. Yeah. Ko Tuhua Tera. Tuhua? Mm-hmm. I don't know where the location of the hill Tuhua is in the Waiponamu in the end of the story, but the Tuhua where the story starts is Mare Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had no idea that Waitaiki, Tamahua and Potani started up there. Mm, and it, well, the other interesting thing too is Tuhua is also another word for mata or obsidian. So volcanic oh, glass. Yeah. Apparently there's a lot of it there in yeah. Tuhua. Okay. So you got all this corridor going on through the story, the places they stopped, and there's specific stones there or rocks in some of these locations. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Tuhua is where... Obsidian. Yeah, there's okay. obsidian obsidian there. And the Tanifa Fatipu, or another corridor, is AKA for... Fayapu. Fayapu. Yeah, so Fayapu again is another is another AKA for Yeah. What they say down the coast. It's Wayapu. Wayapu. Yeah, so Fayapu is a flint stone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is and it similar to Pakohe? Pakohe is in the other regions where the story so we've got I write them down. So we've got Tahanga. Yeah. Where they stopped. At Onepito Bay. Yeah. So that's sort of like on the Coromandel Peninsula, but on the western side, Te Tara o Te Ika. Sorry, on the eastern side of Coromandel Peninsula, Onepito Bay. Yeah. And there, there's a place called Tahanga. And that's where there's a huge, huge quarry of Onewa there. Oh, cool. Yeah. So basalt. Yeah, basalt. Onewa. Yeah. Which was another tool or rock that our tupuna used. Was Onewa, so they made Toki out of it. Yeah, yeah. Patu as well. Oh, yeah. Yep, so that's a place where they stopped. Yeah. The other one, Whangamata. Yep. You know, there's a Whangamata up there, but this Whangamata in the corridor is Taupo, and there's a place that Taupo yeah, called yeah. Whangamata, and apparently there's uh, lots of obsidian there as well. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then Rangitoto, this Rangitoto is Devil is, Island. Yeah, Devil, yeah. Whangamoa. 
and One Tahua. Yep, which is uh, by Golden Bay. Fair, yep, Farewell yep. Spit. Yeah, Farewell Spit. So yep. they're all deposits of Pakohe there. Was it Argolite or Argolite? I think it's up to you how you say it. Yeah. And then uh, Pahua is another place where they stop. And again, there's another deposit of flint there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the flint was used to drill Ponamu. So there's uh, very few stones that... That can yeah, shape yeah. it. And flint is one. And then, of course, where they stopped in Takiwai, Pio Pio Tahi, Milford Sound. Milford Sound, yeah. There's a deposit of Bowenite there, which is Tangiwai. Tangiwai, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that metaphor in the story is so beautiful. About her crying. Yeah. Yeah. And when you see Tangiwaya, it is, um, yeah. it's got another wairua yeah. about it, it. Yeah, it is more translucent. Mm, definitely. Um, Inanga is the one of the specks in it, eh? Yeah, there's Inanga, Tangiwai, there's a Kahurangi, yeah. Kahote is another ah, Kahote, one. Yeah. I've heard Totoweka is another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the Tangiwai is, or where it is at, Takiwai there, it's Tangiwai. As oh, bow, as of course, Takiwai, yeah. Yeah, 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 Takiwai. Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh. Te reo ngai tahu te well, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Ponam is nephrite. Yeah. And Tangiwai is Bowenite. Yeah. They're related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're related. Yeah, but the nephrite is much is much more harder than the nephrite. Mm. But huh? they they still make the nephrite is much more harder than the nephrite. Oh, sorry, the nephrite is harder <laughs> than the Bowenite. So Ponam is harder than Tangiwai. Uh, well, that makes sense because mm. the tagiwa is more translucent, so... They still made patu and things out of it, though. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, if you gave like someone... actual a, fighting ones. Yeah, if you gave someone a dong with a, with a tangiwai, you know, still going to put them yeah, out. Yeah, have some impact. Yep. Yeah, but it's not as hard as the nephrite. So, yeah, that's interesting about those deposits of those... Harau. Toka and how they relate to the story. Yeah. It's like a a breadcrumb trail. It is. Yeah. So you can kind of see the path that they took mm-hmm. through the stones that were left behind. Quina. Reminds me of that story of Zignatoroirangi and he leaves the trail of thermal puya behind him. Yes. Well, yeah. you, you heard that um, Tamahua made a little reference to the Waiariki, and that could be a yeah. clue oh. of one of our future. Oh, so they must be related. Of our future. I don't know about that, but there's definitely be a one upon a time about that story. Okay, cool. Yeah. But, you know, we have lots of sayings, I roto i te ao Māori, kupu whakarite. So yeah. at the start, the story starts, Taku kuru namu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My greenstone ornament treasure. So that's a kupu you can use to someone. It's in a term of endearment. Yeah. So taku kuru namu. I've got an auntie that she always refers she says it to me. Taku kuru namu. So your loved one. Yeah. Could be to a niece, nephew, yeah. mokopuna, or even, you know, it might be your kuri. To kuru oh, namu. Yeah. Could be, yep. Yeah. Kind of peta here for kaiki tera, but hey. <laughs> so there's lots of kupu like that. The different ponamu and then koko tangiwai. Yeah, koko tangiwai, yeah. Motoi kahurangi. Oh, yes, motoi kahurangi. I've heard that one. Yeah, the different types um, of ponamu. And kahurangi, was that the more prized ponamu I've heard? I'm not a ponamu expert, you know, and I wouldn't be able to, if you put a whole <laughs> lot of ponamu on the table, I wouldn't be able to say with confidence that is an inanga, that is, uh, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Because there's kawakawa as well. Yes. I think they were those ones, those are nephrite. The kawakawa is the dark green ponamu, it's a bit yeah. more darker. Yeah. Uh, kahurangi 
yeah, is of higher quality and I think is a bit more blue. Yeah. It's a bit more blue hue to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm not a, um, an expert on that, but definitely the terms that are used in our motetea. Um, yeah. Because that was the bling of the Māori, oh, you know, is, is ponami, still is today. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful ponami pieces and yeah. they're timeless, you know. Uh, we've got, a, a, as I'm sure a lot of whānau have heritage pieces that have been oh, passed cool. down. yeah. And there's one that we have in our whānau. I'm not wearing her at the moment, but um, yeah, she's hundreds of years old. Cool. Yeah. So they, they stand... Do you and, know um, where she came from? Well, it's my great, 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 like goes back, I think, eight, nine generations. Oh, man, that's awesome. The origin of the tiki, yeah, so... Oh, that's beautiful. And they were imbued as the tiki is passed on down through whānau, whether it is a tiki, an earring, a koko, they are imbued with the mana of the previous wearer. Yeah. The tiki that we've got... Uh, the side that's to the skin is smooth and it's from all those years of it's ru- yeah. of rubbing against yeah. the different owners or keepers, I should say, not owners, kaitaki of the tiki. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. And if you look at the old tiki, you've got to imagine how they, or think how they uh, fashioned them mm. without modern day diamond drills and things yeah. like that. So, you know, it was, uh, it was using water, water. Uh, sandstone to rub, and shape yeah. the outside and yeah. then the flint and things to drill yeah. it and to cut it and to get the shapes is, you know, yeah. nothing short of magnificent, really. It would have taken, like, a lot of skill, a lot of time to, mm. yeah. Hence the saying, ahako heiti he ponam. Yeah. I don't think we, well, I know, we don't put as much value on that whakatauki as we once did. Because now you can go and... Yeah, now you can... They're readily available. Absolutely. Yeah. You can pick up a, you know, a small ponum pendant for a reasonable price and not have to, you know, lose an arm and, uh, arm and leg over it. Yeah. Whereas in the old days, just to get a raw piece of ponamu from Te Wai Ponamu, yeah. hundreds of miles away, so that ponamu would have arrived through lots of trade. Yeah. Trading, bargaining to get that piece of ponamu, then you've got to... Fashion it. Fashion it uh, and be learned in doing that. Yeah. So you can fashion a patu or fashion a toki yeah. or a tiki or earrings or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It was, And it was a very lengthy process. Yeah. And you're talking about months. Yeah, definitely. Hundreds of hours of work to get it done. Yeah. And that added to the mana of the piece. Yeah. The time it took, well, first off, to get it here. So mm-hmm. imagine if you were um, up way up north, yeah, and um, you wanted a to fashion a new piece for your fano mm-hmm. or hapu, and um, you started from a raw piece of greenstone, yeah, yeah, or that a lot of time was a meriponamu mm-hmm. uh, that was traded, so it could broke a piece in times of war. Yeah. Um, there's lots of stories. Or tato ponamu. Tato po, the saying of a tato ponamu, yeah. a, a greenstone door, was that it was peace that could not be broken. Yeah. Uh, which was usually a marriage between two people. Mm-hmm. In other instances, a tato ponamu, you could symbolically marry your tribal mountain or the mountain of your iwi to another oh, iwi. Oh, really? Yes, which signified a tato ponamu. Yeah. Or the gifting of um significant piece of ponamu, a papa ponamu. Or a meriponamu. Okay. And a lot of the meriponamu were like, I guess, the Excalibur. Excalibur. Of that particular iwi yeah. or hapu. Yeah. And you could trade that even for the life of somebody. That's how valuable these relics were. Yeah. They're relics now. 
you can see some of them in the museums around yeah. around Temutu, um, but they're sung about in our uh, motetea. They're mentioned in yep. motetea, particular mere paunamu that we're given, sometimes as payment for a deed that was done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or a gift. Man, that'd uh, be like... Or as I said, to break a piece. Yeah. To give passage was another one. Yeah. So I want to I wanna cross through your territory. Well, what are you going to give me? Oh, well, you can have this mere paunamu. And that, and that could even set the pathway for your descendants. So you'd always have a pathway through that particular hapu because, and go back through. But it worked the other way. So, okay, uh, uh, actually, um, as a contractual um, agreement, well, actually, no. So you'd give the mere paunamu back. I haven't heard of that happening in many instances. So there's a lot of mana and tapu around uh, paunamu. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And also with it being um, such a sought-after valuable position, there's accounts of people back in the islands, so in like Tahiti and Rarotonga, having them. So that even further proves to me that there were many waka coming and going to get whatever from New Zealand but mm. and we're taking back Ponamu as well. Well yeah it's interesting because there you know the story about Ngahue um, when we do talk about it but this Ngahue, uh, Ngahue took some Ponamu back to Hawaii yeah. as the story and um, from that block of Ponamu was fashioned some of the uh, famous adzes uh, which, like the Mere Ponamu, are uh, sung about and talked about in yep. our uh, um, histories. Cool. Mm. As well cool. as a pendant yep. and an earring, yeah, which is still looked after by one of the iwi cool. of Aotearoa. Oh, mm. well, I'm looking forward to that part of the story. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so Ponamu is a lot of um, mana uh, attached to Ponamu. And again, um, there's tikanga around Pounamu when you give a piece. Yeah. People like to have a whakarite for it, to yeah, have yeah. it blessed. Yeah. It's to remove any of the tapu around the making of the Pounamu mm-hmm. and sort of give it a refresh and yeah. have it ready for the new Set kaitaki. the new intentions. Yeah. Yep. What about um, tikanga around harvesting or gathering it, do you know? Well, not anybody can just rock up. Yeah. I think there was a time where um, it wasn't managed. Uh, so the, the ponamu deposits in Te Wai Ponamu. So uh, all of the uh, ponamu comes from the west coast of yeah. the South Island. Mm-hmm. Hence we have the name Te Wai Ponamu, the Greenstone Waters. Yeah. Even though Arahuda is the awa that featured in in our kōrero, in our Wanapana Taima, there are other rivers where you yeah. can source the ponamu from. Yeah. But the hapu and iwi of those awa, where the ponamu is sourced, uh, they are the kaitiaki of those rivers. I remember years ago now, um, some guys got caught trying to bring out a mother load of ponamu oh, by helicopter. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw this on the news or yeah, something. Yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. huge ponamu boulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ngati Waiwai are one of the hapu of that part of the uh, Taio Potini. Yeah. the west coast that look after the river down there and they had um, an opening a uh, few years ago now um, and the teko teko on their whareinui is made out of ponamu. Yes, that's so beautiful. I've seen cool photos though, eh? of it. I yeah. haven't been there mm. yet. So, yeah, not anybody can just rock up. Um, and a lot of the reputable sites online and shops where you can buy ponamu pieces from 
they even have like a tracking number on them so you can actually track them where it came from yeah from which river and to the person that got it um, yeah actually I might be exaggerating with that part with the, who got it but um, it does have an, um, you can track it with a number yeah so you know exactly from which block it came from yeah. So the um the of your piece. Main. That was a good, you know, one up on a timer yeah, to definitely. encourage some kōrero around Pounamu. Yeah, and to encourage more research. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And the yeah, the matauranga um about Pounamu. Yeah, the origins, some of the tikanga and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, and I really like how uh, whoever this writer is is very good at subtly putting in lots of. Did you call them tufiri? Yeah, tufiri or tifiri. Yep, tifiri, tufiri. Lots of clues in there mm. for you to put together in your head while you're listening. I really like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's not bad. He's not bad. Oh yeah, not hey totoko era kōrero. I need to wait out the wiki and go to wait out the core. Core! Ki tonu te ngakau i te aroha. Ki oku nei whakaaro. E kore te aroha, e mate amoa. Ki te maumahara tātau, ki te tuku aroha. Tētahi, ki tētahi. Ki tonu te ngakau i te aroha.
Sounds like the wahine Yeah, I know. Kowaiatu. That's off one of our weighted CDs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kito te aroha. And I think that was fitting yeah. when we talk about the aroha because, of um, waitaiki and, yeah, um, and tamahua. Yeah, definitely. And, um, but also you know, like how significant paunamu is, you know. Mm. It's something you really pay a lot of care with and a lot of aroha. Well, the other thing I wanted, as we're wrapping up, and you were talking about tifiri, is when you make their gems. Gems, ah, yes. Yeah, and and uh, one of the kōrero is hao pounamu. Hea ngā pounamu ki tēnei kōrero. What are your gems you're going to bring to this mm-hmm. discussion? Oh, you yes. Hea he pounamu. What are, what are some taonga you can leave? Um, so there were lots of pounamu in that kōrero. Yes, there were. And at iwi, may you take those pounamu with you and cherish them, but more importantly, talk about them. Ko māwa tēnei miha tūne. Hei kona mai rā. Hei kona. Fakarongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Korero flowing at the hook of force Kou papa relevant, kou papa out of bounds Kou papa exigent, kou papa paramount Nā kona whakapiri mai ki te Kou papa tino whakahira hira Fakarongo pi karikari mai Hare are mai, o taringa hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kani kani move that body Kani kani move that body Taringa he mea tuku nā te wānanga o Aotearoa, a nā te māngai pāho i tautoko. To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe. Taringa, whakarongo mai.